everyone and welcome back to Performer Talks. Before we jump into this week's episode, I want to talk to you about Performing Arts Mag. Performing Arts Mag is a completely free online magazine specifically designed to help performers and performing arts-based businesses. Performing Arts Mag provides engaging, relevant and insightful content on the industry from leading professionals in the business. And like I say, it's all completely free and there to help make our industry more accessible for everyone. To download any of our free monthly editions, just head to the link in our show notes. And don't forget to check out Performing Arts Mag's website to keep up to date with all the latest theatre, film and TV news. A massive thank you for listening to our show. Don't forget, if you love this episode, please leave a review on Spotify or iTunes. Let's get on with today's episode. So today I wanted to talk about how I've booked my most recent acting job. Now, I can't say anything at the minute about what it is or what it involves, but as soon as I can put the information out, I will, and I'll let you all know what I'm gonna be up to. Um, I'm really excited to be doing this contract, but I wanted to tell you how I booked this job because I felt like I did something different and it was a game changer. So I thought I'd share it with you in the hope that you can use it in your next lot of auditions. Um, and kind of as a reminder to myself as well. So I never used to think about this and it sounds really simple when I say it out loud, but the thing I did that booked me that job was make bold choices. And I think before when I've been self-taping or auditioning, It's not that I've instinctively played it safe, but I think there's definitely been an element of, okay, this is how I feel it should be done. Let's do it like that, because I think that's the most authentic way of doing it. I've been really focused on being really natural and authentic, which is great. But when you're sending out as a casting team, the same audition sides to like 30, 40 people, if everyone does it naturalistic and authentic, it's gonna be very samey and most people will. So the thing that's gonna make you stand out and be unique and grab their attention is by making bold choices. And it seems so simple, but it's so easy in that moment when you're auditioning to like, like I say, not instinctively play it safe, but just go to what you feel is comfortable when you're auditioning. Like when you're in class, you push yourself and go beyond your limits and challenge yourself because that's a safe space to do that. And in in an audition, which isn't a bad thing, people kind of stick to showing off what they know they can do, which again is great. But when you've got so many people also doing the same thing, it's gonna be those bold choices that make you stand out. And that was definitely what got me the job. Um, I was very, very grateful to hear that the panel, my agent, they all were super supportive about the tapes that I provided where I'd made these really bold choices. And they said that that was the thing that stood out, like me committing and going for it. And here's what I think changed. There's a couple of things. First thing I think a lot of the time we wonder if the casting team or the panel are going to like the audition that we do. And we think too much about what the casting team want to see 
what the panel might want to see, what the creators might want to happen, that we forget that we're not actually performing to them. When we're doing the show or the production or filming, we're performing to an audience. So who is that audience that we're playing to? And when I did this audition, I thought about my audience a lot more. What, what would engage them? What would make them want to watch me? And I thought about the demographic and then I kind of catered my choices that I made to that audience rather than to a casting panel. Um, and I think that was a game changer. Also, casting directors are super clever, which is why they're in the role they are in. They know what their audience wants and they know who they're gonna be able to get in to provide that for their audience. You know, nine times out of 10, they get these things bang on. They know exactly what their audience are looking for, which is why they're working as a casting director. And they know how to bring the right people in that's gonna help bring that vision to life for the audience, not for them. So I think that's something really helpful to remember moving forward is to think about my audience demographic rather than the casting team and what they might want to see think about my audience because the casting team know who their audience are and know what they want to provide for them so I think that's really important the other thing that I think was a game changer and allowed me to make bold choices is something that I've done recently since I've started taking class again weekly is allowing myself to play, to explore, to experiment. And I know that sounds probably super cheesy, um, but it's so true. I never really used to play when I did my self-tapes. They all looked very similar. And I never allowed myself to just record and see what happens, like, and just keep going, keep improvising, try it in different way, try different characters, try different voices. And there was also something that happened in acting class that will stay with me forever. So I was in acting class. My acting coach is incredible. Um, his name's Tim. And I go to the actors workshop in Nottingham and we were in class and I was doing a monologue for, um, it was like a police officer and it was her first ever murder case that she had been on and she was clearly quite traumatized she had to tell the parents that um their daughter had been murdered and it it was a long monologue and it was very it could have been played very somber and obviously as an actor you try and add a bit of light and shade to keep it entertaining and I performed it and Tim said to me you you're really natural it's really authentic the words feel like your own and there's really nice elements of light and shade but the only thing you didn't do that if you were in an audition, you'd need to do is make bold choices. Because if everyone did what I did, yeah, it was okay, but it's not gonna be the one that they're like, yes, I want her. So now whenever I'm doing anything, I can hear Tim saying, make the bold choice. And sometimes it comes from your gut and sometimes it just comes from playing so when I did that really somber monologue Tim got me to do it and I had to laugh all the way through and obviously that doesn't work necessarily for most of it 
but there was one moment where it felt real and like the grief had caused that to happen because when you're in those actual moments of emotion of feeling grief or upset or trauma weird things happen people don't know how to process what has just happened some people go silent some people go into hysterics and there was one moment where I found myself like laughing at the fact that I couldn't quite get my head around what had happened and that is something the panel wouldn't expect. They wouldn't expect you to laugh in that scenario. And I'm not saying do it all the way through because that would have been, you know, too much and not appropriate for the scene. But there was definitely a moment where I was like, oh my gosh, I can use something that I would never think of doing that will shock the audience, but also seems really authentic. And I think it was in that moment that I realized you've got to play and do things that are you know probably won't work because there might be just one word where it fits and it will shock your audience and it will make them wake up and think about what they're doing and what they're watching. And um, so moving forward, I've just always allowed myself to play now, to do things that don't feel right for that scene or that monologue. And then work out what bits it did fit for, if it worked for any of it, or scrap it and think of something else to do. And that has allowed me to make some really bold choices because I've explored some things that are completely different that no one would expect. And that has really made moments in my auditions, which I didn't have before. My auditions were good and to a good level, but they weren't outstanding. And I knew I needed to take it to another level. And I'm not saying I'll get it right every time because I don't, but definitely in this case, I feel like I pushed myself to try new things. And in that moment, it paid off. It might not always. Some of the choices you make, the casting team might not agree with, but at least if you've made them, you've made yourself stand out from the rest. You've not blended into everyone else's audition. Um, you've stood out for being you and the choices that you've made. And they might come back to you and say, oh, we loved some of your choices, but, you know, they've got a rehearsal period with you where they're going to be able to direct you. And if there are some choices that aren't right, they'll be able to help you, but they need to know that you can make those choices, that you can make those character decisions. And I think making those choices has been a game changer for me. Um, and, like, thinking about my audience thinking about being able to explore and to play and to try new things and also go with ridiculous things. Like I never allowed myself, I thought of things that were like, oh, that would be really funny or that would really work. And then I've always been like, no, 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 let's just do the acting, let's not think about all those other things. But it's those things that could be the gems. And I think if your gut tells you to do something do it, you know, uh, just try it. If it doesn't work, you can, the The great thing about self-taping, especially, not so much in an audition, but it, if you're self-taping at home, try it numerous times. And when you're doing your audition prep, you can try it a million and one times before you get in that room. And that's the key, is allowing yourself to practice and play 
to be able to understand what works for you and what are those moments that are going to make you stand out from the crowd. So if you get those gut instincts of being like, oh, that would be really good to try, try it. Or, oh, wouldn't it be funny if, you know, if you're doing a comedic or, um, you know, family kind of theatre and you think of something that is maybe a little bit goofy and you're like, oh, that kids would love that. Go for it. Do it. You know, it's and it's again thinking about your audience. And if we all did that a little bit more, if we all gave ourselves permission to play and to explore and to make these really bold choices, we give ourselves so much better chance at being remembered, at being not just a great audition, but a standout audition. And like I say, it doesn't pay off all the time, but for this moment it did and I'm so grateful. And I'm so grateful that the casting team saw something in me, but if I hadn't have made those choices, I guarantee you now, I would not have that job because that's what sold me. That was what made me stand out and think that they needed to to have me as a part of it. And that wouldn't have happened if I hadn't made those bold choices. So I think moving forward, myself, I've learned a lot from this. I've learned I need to give myself permission and trust myself more. I need to trust in the fact that I've worked really hard. I practice really hard. And I use everything that I've learned to prepare for these auditions and think about my audience and research the show so that when I get in those moments, if I think of something that might work, I've got to trust myself and allow myself to do it. I've got to think about what I do for self-taping, what I do in an actual audition room with the panel, because I think that does change change the way people do things because there's a camera and it's set up and you can't leave this frame why not you know if you'd have done it in the audition room don't be afraid to get up close to the camera if you'd have gotten up close to the panel don't be afraid to um jump into shot if you'd have run onto stage it's those choices that will make you stand out so i'm hoping that me sharing that with you and what I've learned recently and what I will be doing moving forward and giving myself permission to do about making bold choices, I'm hoping that that's really gonna help you and give you the permission to to play and to explore and to make those choices to make your auditions stand out from the crowd. Because there's a lot of people auditioning and if you can just do one thing that captivates that panel and the audience, then you're on to a winner. So I really hope that this has helped. Thank you to everyone who's been watching and listening at home. I've been your host, Bethany Unwin, and this has been Performer Talks. Thank you so much for listening to Performer Talks. You can head to the link in our show notes to download your free copy of Performing Arts Mag now. You can also head to the show notes to get in touch with Bethany at the Performer Journals on Instagram. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please do not forget to head to Spotify or iTunes where you can leave us a review. A review helps make the industry more accessible by releasing our podcast to more performers and helping them get the help they need for free. Thank you so much and have a wonderful day.